Fishby, I'll give you a choice. You want to talk about the news, or would you rather hear about the trouble my saddle region is in? I got trouble, and it's in my saddle region. That's what we're going with, huh? Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenidos, secret friends. So glad you're here. I apologize yesterday. I'm not sure if it came through or not, but there was kind of definitely something on my mind, and we might as well get through this together. A, a little a little joint therapy, and you, you, you can help me out here. So a couple days ago, I go to a pain management doctor. This is not a, not a pill mill. They don't, they, they don't give out pills. It's a serious doctor's office where they do very complicated injections directly into the spine, and I've got one coming up called a facet joint injection where they do uh, uh, six shots one time in your, in your lumbar spine. That's coming up. But this doctor, while I was there, they got more imaging and started asking me about some of my symptoms. Like, where is, where, where is the numbness? Where, where is the pain? And then they start asking embarrassing questions about incontinence and, and my booty and other things. And, uh, and, and apparently the answers I gave lined up precisely uh, with something called, at the base of the spine, uh, the quata aquina. Uh, I won't bother breaking down the Latin, I think. But it almost directly translates to horsetail. So like at the base of your spine, there's this, there's this horsetail of nerves. And if it gets messed up, it can be messed up permanently if there's something on the spinal cord. Once it, like there's a point of no return where you could be numb in the saddle region for the rest of one's years. And they say to me, we're not sure, but there's probably a 50-50 shot that you need emergency surgery on your spine. You need to go to the ER now. And I was like, okay. All right. I'm like, um, I really don't feel like going now. They're like, you probably should. I'm like, I don't feel like going now, but I'll tell you this. I'll start calling people in the morning. So yesterday morning, called a couple people, and they all had the same reply. One one of them is uh, my oldest daughter. Uh, this is her first year being a being being a, being a full fledged nurse. So I called. My do I have to go or is this bullshit? She's like, oh yeah, you gotta go. So yesterday, as soon as I was done with the podcast, uh, like. Two minutes after it was done, like I was out the fucking door catching an Uber to the hospital ER where the where the good surgeons work. And it was like a lot of ERs, unfortunately. And I realized that that, that there's a lot going on in the world. So I I don't really want to complain about first world problems. But the ER is just strange. You 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 wait for for, for four hours. I, I was there for eleven hours. It, I was there for seven hours before I even uh, before I finally got my MRI. It was a it was it, I didn't get home till midnight. It was it was a long fucking day, and then I I didn't really sleep either. So, uh, but the good news the good news is obviously I came home. Obviously I'm here. 
And the team of neurosurgeons decided that uh, the surgery is not necessary at, at this point. However, they're going to watch it very closely. So any day now, it could be, uh, they've got to save the saddle region. If not, they should bronze it, put it in the Vatican, perhaps. So it'd be an impressive, impressive thing. Let's talk the news just for a second. And it makes sense. Like, there's a lot of big stories going on, but none are bigger than Israel and Hamas in the Middle East. Like, obviously and justifiably, that consumes the majority of the news. The only unfortunate side of that is, uh, did you know there's a debate next week? <laughs> did I mention it yesterday? Is that how you know? There's a fucking debate next week. I believe this is the NBC one. Meanwhile, Trump's kids are witnesses against him in court. What the fuck is going on? His kids weren't called by Trump's defense team. They're, they're, it's civil. They're, they're just trying to figure out how much money he owes for some false documents and inflating and deflating values of things, which apparently is bad, right? Like, if anybody did that, we wouldn't really have a banking system. It would be far too, far too, just chaotic, too much risk. But Trump doesn't care. So, so he's at trial for that. And, and his kids are called by the prosecutors, which is, which is just crazy. So that's happening. And uh, the question I ask myself every single day and I mean, when the breaking news happens, it's gonna fucking break. But uh, is Biden running or not? I feel like with the events in Israel, he feels like it's some kind of divine providence. He's president because God wants him to be president. So he can't resign. He can't go against the will of the Lord. Dude is old school. You don't need me telling you that. I he can't do steps. Not not very well. They've had to change the way he boards Air Force One to a to to like a much shorter staircase. Cause too many steps. It's too much for Grandpa Joe. And so far, I mean it's fucking November. If he's going to announce, he has to announce any day. But I don't think he's going to do it. And then I saw Kamala Harris on 60 Minutes. She did nothing to shock the public back to the fact that she is an intelligent and capable human being and she is fucking on it. That is not the impression I got from watching the vice president on 60 Minutes. I know they're trying to get her out there, and, and she is doing a little better, but then again, I'm not sure how CBS edited that. They certainly did edit it in a way to make her look dumb. I mean, it wasn't Sarah Palin. It wasn't that kind of hammer job, but it was still... I don't know. It was a rough one. Did you see that, Fishby? Did you see that? Fishbeat, you know, I wish we were in Mexico. My God, it's uh, it's the day of the dead today. 
How much fun would that be? Man. And I, when I, I've only been as far in Mexico, Fishby. I've only been as far. Thank you for the questions. As TJ. Because if something goes horribly wrong, like if I start having a medical issue, which could happen, you know, I can just, if I can walk, I can walk back across the border. And it's, it's such a little touristy place. Like the strip, like very much reminds me of kind of a kind of a Mexican French quarter of New Orleans. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Sell beer and tacos cheap. You can just sit there and ride and watch the world go by. It's a it's a fucking delight. There's there's the goddamn ocean. Did you know TJ's fairly close to San Diego? And the people of San Diego want the people of Tijuana to not use toilet paper because their sewer system is just send it to the ocean. Major gripe for so-so Cal. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got a little off there. Let's get to the questions. And then TTMF, today's my day. Only a moron would go 0 for 9 and I'm 0 for 8. Everyone's gotten one right but me. Gobble, gobble, sausage stuffing. It's me, Fish B. Is that the pet name today? Sausage stuffing? And when's our next scheduled vacation? Because I find you fucking exhausting. It's not nice. And do you have humongous plans this weekend other than the full-time job of self-isolating? And then, trivia time, motherfucker. All right, first question. uh, Our next scheduled vacation? We don't have vacations. When we go on a run, we go on a run every Monday through Thursday before noon out west without fail. If you suck at time, and I learned a lot of people on the East Coast do, that's three o'clock for you. My friend's back east. Yeah, as we've said before, I don't care if we have to record the podcast in an airport bathroom on Christmas. Monday through Thursday, 15 minutes or less. The thingamabob is a chug, chug, chugging along. We're never doing a show on fucking Thanksgiving. You're goddamn right. But every weekend's a three-day weekend. That's how Colbert does it. Colbert's right on this one. Forgive my stutter. Next question. Uh, Do I have humongous plans this weekend other than the full-time job of self-isolating? Well, I'm going to self-isolate, but that's okay. I'm reading a lot. I'm productive. And I just finished a book about David Letterman and the scope of his entire career. I believe written by a critic from the New York Times, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a it's a good book. But sometimes it's life it's easier to figure out what you don't want to be, to paraphrase a famous Matthew McConaughey speech in Texas. But what don't I want to be? I, I, I don't mind the self-isolating, like 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 that's okay. Wildly unhealthy, but for me right now it's okay. But for so much of Dave's career, he was a self-loathing perfectionist. And that's a personality type that exists, and it's certainly a personality type that exists in show business. And 
If I take a good look in the mirror, I make myself miserable an awful lot. And even when I was having a great career, I was making myself miserable an awful lot because I was a self-loathing perfectionist. That's why now I'm trying to, trying to be the Liberty Bell. The perfection is in the imperfection. I'm not a podcast robot. I do the best I fucking can. There it is. And I've really kind of found that switch uh, in my brain, or at least trying to train my brain to function that way. Is, um, it's been a healthy thing. All right, trivia time, motherfucker. Let's do this. What American university has the most on-campus sexy and not-so-sexy undergraduates? So, the entire student body. Oh, and then there's, it says, excluding internet schools of dentistry. Well, of course, that's obvious. What's the, so basically, what's the biggest college, what's the biggest university in terms of on-campus enrollment in America? I think I know this. I think it's Orlando. I think it's Central Florida University. What are the answers, Fishby? I think I have this one right. Motherfucker, I don't! Golly! Number one is Texas A&M, which stands for Agriculture and Mining. The Aggies. 74,829. University of Central Florida, UCF is two at 68,000. Ohio State, 61,000. NYU, fourth, 59,000. That's a shocker to me. Arizona State's in there. Illinois, Florida International, University of Florida, Minnesota Golden Gophers, Texas Longhorns. That rounds out the top 10. Says, and Fish B, you went to all these campuses and counted. That's how you got these numbers, right? What was UCLA, do you know? That would have been my second guess if I got to. It's a huge place. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. UCLA 21 with an attendance of uh, 46,000. All right. Interesting. Uh, Not a bad way to end the week, all things considered. And considering the day I had yesterday, and while I was sitting there, Waiting with an IV in my arm. I couldn't get up. It was because I was I was like in one of those gowns. I just had blankets. It was was not being medicated. I didn't care for it. But no emergency surgery, so we win. Be safe this weekend. I love you. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Say adios, Fishby.